This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Support for the Skeptical Skeptics podcast comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So, if you have untrimmed pubes, that can be the thing of the past. Um, If you have trimmed pubes, you're probably doing it wrong. And it's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. And by yourself, I mean your significant other more than likely, or at least your ego and the hope that you will have a significant other um, to share this holiday season with. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0, which includes a trimmer, which is very, very nice. It is also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. Um, it is it comes with like guards and like a brush and literally everything you need to keep trimmed. Um, it's like they say it's cut free. I still have not put that to the test because I am terrified. I, mean, I put the trimmer to the test, but I haven't tried to cut myself with it. Um, but I take the word for it. Um, I literally put my uh, genitals where my mouth is. No, nope, I did not do that. Um, anyway, I put my genitals in their hands. Uh, That was requested by Rachel for me to say that. So there you go. But yeah, and it didn't disappoint. If you have sweaty and stinky balls, um, you will be thankful for the Crop Reviver and the Crop Preserver. But the Crop Preserver is a deodorant for your balls, which actually, um, other than a few, I wouldn't call them mistakes, but we'll say experiments whenever I was a teenager. I didn't know that deodorant was needed for the ball region. Uh, Well, needed, yes. Existed, no. Um, that deodorant may or may not have been axed. Um, but anyway, yeah, so this works, smells good. And you have the crop reviver, uh, in case you need a little pick me up. It's like a cologne for your crops, which I don't know why they call it crops, but I like it. It feels classy. Um, they also come, the perfect package comes with boxer briefs that are athletic and absolutely wonderful. They're the best boxer briefs I've ever had in my entire life. Um, and they feel great. And they're also anti-chafing, which is grand. So this is the season to finally take care of yourself and use our promo code skeptical and you get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code skeptical at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Your balls will thank you. Also, ladies, not a bad option for you as well. I mean, just trying to expand the market a little bit. To recap, you get the trimmer, waterproof trimmer. You get the crop, crop preserver. You get the crop reviver and the boxers all in the perfect package 2.0 with a lovely carrying case. Welcome everybody to the Skeptical Skeptics podcast. I'm RJ Metzger. And I'm Rachel Metzger. And yeah, we changed it up the beginning because of the whole... What up? hosts thing it, it was just dumb and i hated it and it made me angry <laughs> um we've been doing it for a year which is the theme of this show so uh it's a it's a month late but it's because of the holiday season and like uh, we just got a ton Look, going guys, on we're just done making excuses we're just not that good okay yeah so we're just kind of okay at planning and managing our time yeah and we're, trying it's um, not great but anyway so we are like this is us trying Oh, yeah, this is much. We try much this is harder much at trying. this. Much trying. <laughs> Tr- much trying. Much, Very hard. Much hard trying. <laughs> um, anyway, before we get into it, uh, just a couple people to shout out. They actually reached out today. So we got, and I hope I'm saying this correctly, but the Shagnik on Instagram and Ugavni 
on Instagram. I hope I'm saying that right. I doubt I am, but I hope I am. Um, I think we got everyone else. Uh, I haven't checked. I haven't checked everything in a while, but yeah. So social media presence gone guys. It's Thanksgiving. It's going to same thing's going to happen around Christmas. We're doing a bunch. It's pretty much until January. Yeah. It's, it's hard times. So it's hard. times, And then we have a vacation in January, so it's going to be well at the end, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be hard times for a while. But anyway, we wanted to recap our year first year with the podcast and just kind of talk about our favorite episodes and reminisce, reminisce a little bit. So that's pretty much what we're going to do. So if that doesn't interest you, we have luckily 47 other episodes to go check out. Um, we're also going to be doing we're talk about. a YouTube episode and we're going to be yeah talking our about final uh, what was supposed to be show, October yeah, shows thing. two months late. No big deal. Oh, we're the worst. It's, I've accepted it. It's fine. You know what? This episode's going to be that we're done. Bye, everybody. <laughs> uh, have a good life. We're so sorry we plagued you for this long yeah, with we, our horrible we planning. Suck. Yeah. Um, no, JK, we're, we're not quitting. Sorry, we're Although sticking around. sometimes it's so tempting to quit. Not that tempting. It's pretty tempting. I mean, a little. Um, anyway, so let's start with this. Episode one is trash. Oh, it's Absolute episode garbage. one through three, guys. We recorded all of them in what the same night? No, like no, two days. Within three two days. days of each other. And then we literally just like because that's how they say like it's the best way to start is just like putting out a bunch of episodes at once. But because of that, we were new. We didn't know what the hell we were doing, and they all sucked. It was good though, because then it taught us a lot, got good momentum. I got better at editing as we went. I um, have to say, episode four is actually one of my favorite episodes not even because of the content i just because of the way i felt when i did it yeah we felt like the like confidence actually i felt good the felt the, the way that it just felt more like fluid and normal and not like like the first three episodes felt like i was giving a um like a report in class yeah and it was very uncomfortable for me Yep. Um, On the fourth one, we actually talked. We felt better. And I'm sure yeah. like I have other ones where it's like throughout the time I, we got better and better and better and more comfortable. And we have some episodes where I'm like, man, that was really fun or that was really easy. And others or that others are, like, are like, man, Ugh. that was probably rough. Yeah. I was like robotic and not that great. Yeah. But in general, I remember that specific feeling of, oh, so this can be easier and actually fun and not just like horrifying and hard and scary and anxiety. Yeah. So since inducing. our show is not very chronological, if you do happen to share our show with people inform them that episode one is not indicative of or two or three or two or three. Oh, two is the worst episode. I think terrible because it's not only like well, Skin Rocket Ranch was good, but just yeah, my C people one was not ideal. It was pretty boring. No, it was great. You sucked. <laughs> all right. That's the problem. Anyway, you totally tuned out because <laughs> it was boring. No, it was interesting. OK. Anyway. Oh, anyway. Third one was OK. Again, kind of. It's just lame. It's just lame. They were all pretty lame. Uh, but yeah, I think that's any creator, right? Like if you go back and look at your old stuff, it's kind of cringe inducing. You know something I have to say, which is interesting, is like our specials are obviously some people's favorites. They're my least favorite because they feel the most it like first off, they're like more important when you talk about one big thing rather than two much smaller things. It it feels more like um, what am I trying to say? Like overwhelming. Because there's so much information, like Area 51, the amount of information on Area 51 is insane compared to a lot of these like much smaller stories where it's like a few articles that are like, like six paragraphs long that you read about when instead it's like there's like hundreds and hundreds of articles on the same with Bigfoot, same with JFK, that kind of thing. And boiling all that down to like an hour and a half is, is actually really difficult. Yes. Especially in the sense that like. So, like, I get very, like, fact-driven and oriented and, like, just want to give you the story. So then it kind of, like, 
shifts away from us like actually providing an opinion i think we got better at it but yeah it's just it is it's intimidating yeah, RJ used to get mad at me for my distractions i still do you're like you're link yeah but it's but part of the podcast we're literally under the comedy section it's supposed to oh be gosh, fun and that funny. That was just by default. It's not, That's but not it's even... not supposed to only be information. No, I know it's not, but the, but the thing is, it's like we I don't find know. a balance. RJ is more information. I am more like funny, interesting comments, and we balance oh, yeah, each yeah, other. It's out. Super funny and interesting. I am funny and interesting. Screw you. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Almumu the probe and the modern mummy is what we're talking about. That's episode four. That's the one where we kind of felt like we were good, and actually. I felt like the content was pretty weak on both, but like I just felt better. You yeah, know I, I mean? don't remember how good the story was or what we were talking yeah. about was. I just remember feeling good about it. One that sticks out as I go through here is True Conspiracies and the Lizard Man. Mostly the Lizard Man. <laughs> so much fun. Because I want to call it out. Oliver McClellan, that was our first person that like suggested us to do a story. Which felt amazing. Yeah, so that was really, really cool. That was our first, like one of our, one of our first big back and forths with a... Listener. Listener, yeah. yeah. Like not that we hadn't had them before that. We did. We did, but, but his was like the one that was like, he actually influenced the show, which I thought was cool. Yeah, which was fun for us. Yeah, and it was the first and will always be the first. That's kind of what we, what we were looking for. Yep. And then, let me see. Oh, River Crash and Hoyabachi Forest. So, Rachel is consistently still gives me crap. This one was almost a year ago, um, <laughs> December 11th. She still thinks that that was a phone in an episode. In big time. It was not. It was just a little story about... It was a, a little story, but it was really compelling and... It was not really compelling. It was really compelling. It's interesting. You totally crapped on that. My Hoyabachu was that intense was very good. and really cool. It's yeah, one of my more cool. favorite ones, mostly just because I'm super interested in the in forest my defense, itself. It was peak for Amazon and I was exhausted. Whatever. Anyway. Fail. Snapchat murders and black shock. That we don't one was have okay. to go through every episode. Let's I'm just not do this, them man. Out. Hold on. I'm just pointing out highlights. And then we have the, the special. Our first special released Christmas Day. It was so scary. Of last year. Wow. A year ago. That's crazy. Area 51 feels way closer than that. I didn't think it was that long ago. Me neither. This is fun. Yeah. To be honest, these will always be my favorite episodes. The ones where we just Not talk. that I don't love talking about stories and having like that intellectual conversation, but just us talking about the show itself, talking about our feelings and our thoughts is always more fun for I me. I cannot believe we did it the Area 51 but I like, I remember editing that like it was yesterday. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Um, and then I felt like. Why does that one feel more recent to me than JFK? It does to me too. Isn't that weird? I actually, I thought it was flipped. Yeah, I did too. I thought JFK was first. It's very weird. Huh. Um, and then I feel like we kind of turned a corner at JFK, which was episode 20. So like those next 10, I think those are solid episodes. I really do. Mm -hmm. um, I feel no negative Lizard feelings people's in there, them. homie. Yeah. 15 um, is one of my good. favorites. But I think after JFK, we kind of like, like the editing was better. Like mm -hmm. I felt like we really got into a groove. And JFK was so much fun to do because of Mark and uh, Mike. Um, well, and then we did our fun April Fools. Yeah, our switch, which was fun too. That it was, was fun. it was interesting to do something about movies and just to do something different. Like it was, it was weird to do a different podcast. It was, yeah, and was it was cool. just it was kind of an it was like it's not something I would want to do just because if I did I would do that podcast obviously right. But it was just fun was to do cool something to do different for a minute. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of doing something different, so we did throw around the idea of doing like a book review podcast, like a once a month. So here, you can't just like throw that out there with no explanation. We're both huge readers. RJ went to school. One of his, is it like your official degree or was it your minor? It's my, like one of your my major. His major. Yeah. Okay. His major was in writing and he loves writing and he is like, has been in the process of writing a book for a very long time. 
So something that we find really interesting is when we have conversations about books. This is like right in the middle. I don't know why you did that. You should like throw this at the end at some point. I don't know. We were talking just about like other podcasts. Out the it worked out. Anyways, um, something we talk about a lot when we read the same book is I talk about my view of the book, how I felt and what I thought and the way that it felt to me as a reader. And then he will then kind of give his opinion, not only as a reader, but also as a writer and like how he saw it from their perspective, what they did right, what they did like kind of wrong from a writer perspective. Um, and it really makes it more interesting, I think, for both of us to see each other's perspectives because mine is very much like on the way it felt and the way that it sounded when his is much more like um, by a formula of what uh, it makes a good book and what doesn't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so what we kind of thought about Obviously, it wouldn't be now because clearly we're very busy. Like this podcast is kind of enough. It would be in the future, like not super far away, but soonish in the future. If you guys were interested, if we have a bunch I mean, of a readers. a once a month podcast really wouldn't be a big deal. If we have a bunch of readers out there, like where maybe once a month we would read a book and then we would sit down. Obviously, we would not give spoilers, but we would sit down and talk about our. Well, we were talking about doing like two parts. One part where we would keep it spoiler free and yeah, then the, a second part end, where we kind of like. And just like separate the uh-huh. two episodes. But um, either way, yeah, and be able to just sit down and talk about kind of my my viewpoint and then his viewpoint, how they matched up, how they differed, what we thought of the book in the end, that kind of thing. Um, so let us know if that's something you'd be interested in. Yeah. Because it'd be kind of cool, obviously, to take some skeptical, skeptic listeners into that. Yeah. Because then we'd have both sides. But obviously, if you're not a reader... Don't try to force yourself to listen to something you're not interested in. But yeah, no, if you just, are, I think it's let just us like know if anything that's else. It's just like in. how this show started. It's just something that we're interested in, and if other people come along the way, then great. Yeah, for sure. Um. Anyway, so, anyways, back to your back to what we were actually talking about. Yep. So then, in May of last year, we did the Bigfoot special. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was another turning point um, for the show. Before that, we did Denver Airport. Yes, just we pointing out my favorites. These are never will those not be my favorites. Not only because and then I went to Denver. Very I shortly find them after super that. interesting, but because of how much they piss off RJ. <sighs> They're just the dumbest things. Um, but yeah, the Bigfoot special, I think, was really good, like from a production quality standpoint. I liked your um, paranormal police episode. I thought that was good, too. Yeah, mostly just because it's kind of cool to hear about that stuff. Like, I feel From like people that you feel are automatically well, kind of credible. But see, that's the thing. I feel like the military is that way. But that's where that's where you're used to hearing this stuff from. If mm-hmm. you're going to hear it from a credible source, it is the military. So it's kind of interesting to hear it from cops. You know, Yeah, definitely. That's why I did it. Yeah. Um, try to, I'll try to follow that up, but it's kind of hard to find those stories. Um, oh. Yeah. And then we did um, our first blooper episode, which is in August. Which is really fun. That was fun. I liked our listeners story two i wasn't part of the listeners story one because i was currently in oklahoma yep. when that happened yeah. um yeah i really liked that episode because carol was part of it which made it really fun that was um fun. and also i just like i like listener stories i like hearing your guys's experiences i like again we've talked to this hundred times that's part of this podcast for us is having conversations with other people about things we're interested in so hearing your experiences obviously is very interesting to us yep um, so there was something, um, in the battle of LA episode, which was ooh, a while back, Rachel did it. Um, I did. Why do I not remember that? I just saw it. There it is back in March of last year or yeah. this year. Sorry. Um, so something about that, that I felt like we missed at the time. And I just saw a picture about it and I wanted to bring it back up is that, uh, one of the main things about the Battle of L.A., and I don't know how we missed this, was that uh, the spotlights were all focused on one item. 
Like there was an actual thing up there that was blocking the light. No, I talked about that. You did? Yeah. For some reason, I don't remember that. So check out that episode. One place. I'm pretty positive I did. If I did not, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure it blocked the light. That's the biggest thing. Yes, right. Like the light didn't pass through it. Mm -hmm. So y'all need to check that out. That was a good time. (laughs) Um, One thing of the. Uh, in April, the uh, our real cryptids and San Antonio haunted railroad track. I feel like we had a lot of conversations about that. A lot, yeah. Because a lot of people yeah. have been there or want to be there. Because yeah, a lot of our listeners were from Texas um, because of our social circle. So it kind of mm-hmm. grew from there. So we had a bunch of people like mention that about San Antonio. Also on the um, Bridgewater Triangle and Disappearance of Sarah Joe is the first hate we got on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Because I apparently researched it wrong, even though I really tried. So... If I did, no, I'm sorry. that's you're wrong. Is that, that wasn't not Sarah Joe? Which no, one is it? It was it was someone's disappearance. It was a Let person. The Sarah Joe was like a plane, I think. Was it? Hold on. It was I'm, more recent. I don't too. want this to start playing. Don't start playing. Oh, it's the um, Maura Murray one. That's yeah, it. Maura Murray. Maura yeah. Murray one. Yep. And yep. it made when me very that? sad. August eighth. Yeah, like I said, it was more recent. So I'm very sorry. I, I promised I did a lot of research on it. Yeah, so our YouTube channel sucks. Oh, by the way, our last ghost hunt, uh, I think Rachel accidentally turned on the microphone wrong because what? it didn't get like any usable audio almost. Are you serious? I'm serious. So Me? You were holding it the whole time. Don't put that yeah, on but me. You turned it on. I don't care. I said, you said, is it on right? I said, look. <laughs> so you don't get to put that on me. So we're going to have to check it out. Uh and maybe potentially get a different microphone because it might not have been her fault at all. So you mean your fault? It's not ideal, but I'm going to try to make it salvageable, but we'll see. But the video looks great. So there's that. Mm. Um, what else? And that kind of brings us. Oh, and then obviously. So my favorites are 2004 Nimitz incident. Of course. And then Gimbal Go Fast. Um, our Q&A. I liked that one. That one was fun. People got to just ask Q&A us questions. It was fun. And it actually was a lot longer than I expected. Like, I think that one ended up over an hour. Oh, yeah. We'll get us talking about you trying to engage and trying to engage to me, trying to propose to me or anything like that. It's going to go for a while. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I yeah. liked Zodiac Killer. I know you were not a huge fan, but I, I hated that as a special. My gosh, I thought it was terrible. It was a really good special. I was actually just talking to my dad about it a little while ago. Really? Yeah, I was talking about the, the fact that like he got, he actually took talk to the cops and everything. Yeah, I hated that one. Of like, course a lot. you did, because Arda doesn't care about just true crime and disappearances. I don't. So we recently found out like which uh, subjects we do the most and which ones we do the least. You don't my, get to talk about this again. The reason why I've done so many true no, crimes is because you've saying, done literally my, le- my least used one. Not least used. Is none. true crime because it was only Zodiac. He's done for the special. literally none. And so then he's like, you've done so many. And it's like, because it's part of our thing. And if I don't do them, they don't happen. I find them super non-interesting. Actually, let me rephrase that. I find them very interesting when I hear someone else talk about it. Like I like when you do them. I don't like to do them. I love it. It's my jam. And yet I can't watch scary movies, but I can listen to like horror stories of human beings disappearing all day. Yep. Anyways. So. Um, what do you feel like is the thing we do the best? And what do you feel like is the thing we have the hardest time with? So I think the thing we do the best. Because it comes easy is our banter. You're welcome. That's mostly me. No, it isn't. No, because you're always like facts, facts, facts. And I'm always like jokes, jokes, jokes. No, that's not true. It I drop true. jokes all the time while you're telling your story. Barely. Barely. I'm the funny one in the show. <laughs> no. And that's that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's true. You wish. Fine, we'll put up a poll. We are not. That's mean. That would just, just make one person sad. Why they would won't. we do that? 
I wouldn't be sad. You'll be sad. Yeah, because you think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Let's not. Because I'm going to win. No, you're not. Uh-huh. No, you're not. Yeah, sure. You're Whatever, funny. fine. You're funny. Um, yeah, I think that one's easy. Um, I think the thing that we have a hard time with is... I don't want to say our research because we spend a ton of time researching. It's it's hard to strike the balance between telling a full and coherent story while also like having a conversation like that's actually just something that's understatedly very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Like giving a book report's easy and like or writing a paper is easy, but like because it's only about the facts. Yeah, but yeah. like doing it and trying to be entertaining at the same time is actually fairly difficult. And I just feel like that's something we're always working on. Yeah, I feel like um we're pretty solid on like getting information like we're other than me, apparently on that one. I feel like we both work really hard on making sure we have the right information and, um, like really doing our due diligence to actually like make the stories coherent and intelligent. But yeah, it is, it is really That's hard. We particularly sucked out at, at the beginning, actually. So yes. I remember editing some of our first episodes and just being like, I can't even make it from point A to point B listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think we've worked very difficult. I think that's something that even if it's not the thing we're the best at, I think it's something we've, the thing that we've like gotten so much better at, like the, be- the biggest like difference between how we started and where we are now, because we've worked so hard to make that better. Cause sometimes it is one, another hard part of this that is like something I never thought about is turning these into stories. Like some of the information is laid out so weird sometimes and in such like non-coherent ways. Cause it's just like a factual statement. It's not really a story. Also doing it in an audio medium. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard to like take it from what it's written down, especially because you're taking it from like six or seven different articles. So then it's really all over the place and certain will like, like one article will like, add this one thing that does make it really interesting, but you're like, I didn't see that anywhere else. So then you're like, so do I put that in there? Do I not, you know, it's just like interesting things like that. Um, also like figuring out what's sifting through crap too. So like, yes, what's um, important and what's not. Yeah. So like, we're not quite at the level where we have to like, like mysterious universe, like they've done so many episodes cause it's her full-time job. Like mm-hmm. they're at the point that they literally do an episode on something that has one mention of it, you know? And like, we're not there right? where like we still do stuff that's like pretty mainstream topics Mm -hmm. and so like that i don't want to say that makes it harder but then it's like so you do you have the people that are like you have the mainstream stories and then you have this random one-off and Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know it's very tough and then you'll find stuff that's super interesting but isn't enough like yeah it'll literally take me 10 minutes to talk about yeah i have a i have a 20 like list item list of just stuff that like I'm waiting for more stuff to come out on because I just don't know. And especially because I think it's our framework where we're trying to present both sides where we're, we're presenting. Yeah. So like we have to have more information in order to provide like an actual, like educated opinion on on the topic. And so I think that that actually hurts us because like a lot of people, you know, they're they're like when you go at it from only the believer side, Mm -hmm. like you just say, Oh my gosh, this happened. And then let's talk about it. Right. But like, we're trying to talk about like, okay, but what what could it have been? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like doing both and like legitimately, and I, I don't even think it's just like playing up this framework of our podcast. I think it's just, it's how we think. Like, I don't even want to talk about a story unless I feel like I have an actual opinion on the well, thing. Or like, I have a hard time with stuff that's been proven either way. Oh, like, I have a hard I time too. talking about anything. Because it, it, it like, kills my interest. Well, like, especially like with um, true crime stuff, because I feel yeah. like 
ours specifically isn't just true crime. It's true crime that's unsolved. Which I don't know if a lot of people know that about what you do with true crime. Because well, yeah, I purposely do unsolved because if it's been solved, what is the point of that on our podcast? Our podcast yeah. is literally like true to talk crime about things. They talk about like the the theory and right. Well, that's exactly why I chose Zodiac Killer is because he's unknown. So it's like for me, the point of adding true crime to our podcast was adding things that have not been solved or we're not one hundred percent sure. So we then can can then speculate about what happened, who it could, whatever, rather than like, oh, well, this is how it happened and this is who did it. Well, and the same with other things with like UFO sightings that have been proven to be hoaxes or whatever. I just, I don't feel good about talking about that because then I know for sure. And so I can't really honestly say, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I do know. And so that's hard too, because I'll find stuff that's so interesting. And then I'm like, oh, well, never mind. It's been proven or whatever. And it's not, that's not what we talk about. Yeah, that was another thing. So, like, we just talked about, like, maybe we should do another What Do We Think About Things episode, which was about six months ago. And when we did that episode, we were like, maybe every six months. I don't think we're going to be able to do it every six months because, like, we just haven't changed our opinion on things. Yeah. Like, so <clears throat> that's a, that's the part about us, like, doing the show the way we do it is it, it's kind of hard to find that, like, those definitive type of change your opinion type things. Like, even the Bigfoot stuff, like, I've kind of reneged on how excited I was about that. Just because the research, like, even though it's very compelling, like, they're, they're not getting momentum. I feel like that that's not just science shutting them down. I feel like it's because there's holes that you can poke too much into it. Right. And so, like, but, like, I mean, the UFO thing, that's the only thing that I've sol- sol- solidified and, ch- like, I truly do believe that we're being visited. Uh, to be honest, that hasn't changed that much since before this podcast. Yeah, because I was kind of like that in the yep. first place. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just not that much. And it's because I think if anything, as far as reflecting on the year, I'm very shocked that we have spent this much time looking into the paranormal. And I'm like the same, the same as what yeah. I felt like before. Yeah, I, mean, I feel the same way. I don't. Um, I thought the more we dug, the more I'd be like one way or the other like just wow getting so more much information. of this is crap or i don't know if i thought i would do that with like um specifically like ghosts but i definitely thought i might do that more with like cryptids cryptids for sure um there's just, like nothing well just because here's my thing like i just have cryptids have never really been my thing um they're interesting i've just never spent very much time looking into them or talking about them so i thought like the more i looked into it the more i would eat, go either way same just because i would know more but honestly like I don't know more. Well, actually, if anything, I'm I'm actually going kind of the opposite way on cryptids. Like I used to be a big like Loch Ness and Bigfoot and whatever like type person. Not that they existed, but like interest in it. Yeah. But like the more I look into it, the more the whole. Eh, but why haven't we had this? You know what I mean? Like really gets to me. My only thing with that is just that I fully like understanding the fact that there's so many animals that have been that we have never seen or or like have barely just been found or whatever right not just in the ocean but in forests like how dense they are in jungles and things yeah. like that that's my only saving grace because like the rock Same. apes the rock apes but thing I, but i had that when i got there exactly it's like, always so been that's that way. the thing it's, it hasn't changed yeah. is what i was saying um that kind of leads me into another question i just thought about <laughs> if there was something you could change like go back to the beginning and say maybe we should do this differently in our podcast would there be something and if there is what would it be from the like from the beginning like just what would yeah I- just it being like we we're too into it now this is obviously our podcast and i i'm not saying it's bad just if there's something you could from your perspective now look back and say maybe we should change that if like listenership weren't a thing i, I wish we could just do a once a month episode and almost make them all mini specials because like we've done a ton of topics i mean 50 episodes that's 100 topics pretty much because it's about yeah, so like we've done like a hundred topics almost, right? Right. Something like that. And I just feel like 
almost every single one should have had more due diligence. Like, so if it were up to me, I wish we could have done uh, once a month release and me and you both talk about the same topic. Like, I, I would really like that in the sense of like, I would I would never feel like we left a topic hanging. Um, not, not to say that we can't revisit because that's one thing we just haven't done yet. And I think it's something we should do where it's like something else comes out and we go, oh, OK, like, you know, let's go back and talk about this thing. But yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the perfectionist in me, the very thorough person in me. But it's just like every like I think about Battle of L.A. and I think about like all these other things. And I just feel like having us when we both research something so much better comes out of it. Yeah, no, I totally disagree. I bet. That's why I wouldn't pitch it. And um, it wouldn't be a successful show. No, I don't like it because, like I said, they're my f- most stressful episodes. <laughs> yep. So doing them every time, I think I would not enjoy well, it. That's why I didn't push for I it. I like being able to do little episodes, little stories that may not be seen as, as important or whatever, but it's just like little, like it's it's the same as like listener stories where when we talk about these people's experience, it may have been one thing and it may not be this thoroughly researched thing and it may not have a lot of information, but that doesn't make it any less important. And that's what I like about doing smaller stuff um the every week thing i i like it's hard to do and that's why we're not always that good at it with kids in your job and the way that your schedule goes and all that kind of stuff um but i i like it i feel like it keeps us more engaged i feel like if we only did a once a month once a month episode we would like never talk to people yeah no it's true we talk to people like the two days leading up and the two days after and that's it i don't think it would work but i can see where you're coming from i can see i can yeah i can see that because our listener our Specials feel so much bigger. They feel well, so they much do. more and, like and from a creative, from a creator standpoint, like creative standpoint, mm-hmm. I feel those are the ones I feel most connected to the podcast. Like I, I, I like I would love to do um, like scripted, ep- like in a scripted episode, like more production value type episodes. Like I, I don't know, and and like I said, I'll probably do those in different forms over the years. But um, yeah, I, I would just I would like to do something that's more creatively challenging not i mean i hate to say it this way but like busy work challenging because <laughs> like the way our current setup is it's like it's a bunch of research which is busy work it's fun but it's busy work mm-hmm. followed by me and you talk which is fun but there's no like creative muscles being like pulled right followed by editing which dear god editing <laughs> is do that either way so annoying i know but I, I don't know it's just like i just get a different kick out of like you know, like like I said, like the specials, whenever I put in like an audio file and I do this, and I do that. But I totally and, and completely understand like there's no chance I could do that every week. Like I don't have anywhere near enough time. So. I guess that's what I would change. I wish I had more time to devote to the show. Oh, well, yeah, that would be. That would be nice. I don't know. I like how simple it is. I like it the way it is. I mean, I do, too. I'm just saying it just shows the difference in who we are, though. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, um, you're much more like intense and thorough and I'm much more like chill and whatever. What, what what would you change? I think I would allow us more episodes like this. Just because I feel like that's what ha- I feel like what happens and the reason why we get caught in the like monotony. Well, not even the monotony like the we don't have time. It's too much is because when you think about it, we sit here and we record for an hour. It takes over an hour to edit. You have to listen to every single part of this and then editing. And it takes us easily each an hour to, to research, if not more than that, depending on what we're researching. Um, so that's like three hours in a week that we just have to find time to sit and have, do absolutely the, nothing three else. Three hours is like a super low oh, estimate. Yeah, that's, that's like the least amount. Too. It's like normally about five um, or seven. Yeah. And that has to be time where both of our kids are not 
in our faces, yep. which is almost never, and our day's not working, which is almost never. And it's the time it takes away from us spending time together, especially editing specifically and researching. Like the actual recording, that's great. We're together. This is fun. But researching and editing, we're doing separately. Um, so I think it would be fun. I'm kind of the opposite of you. I think it would be nice if we would allow ourselves like a little more just freedom of less intensely researched and scripted episodes and more of just like conversational episodes. Um, yeah, but what the hell would we talk about? <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like we could do like, okay, so it's actually the opposite of what you're saying. So like you saying, I want to do, I would do one a month, once a month, incredibly highly researched on this thing. I would say like every couple of, every once in a while, if we did an episode where like we really, we do only talk about one topic, but it's not a huge topic. It can, it can be more of a conversation. Like, we, should, we should do that. Yeah. Well, cause then, a good idea. then you can cover the whole topic. You have time to cover the whole topic, but then you also, but it's not this huge engrossing topic like JFK. You know what I mean? It's something more like duende, right? Um, and then being able to just sit and have a conversation about it. So then we do feel like we fully researched it, but we also fully talked about it and had a conversation about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the hard part is though, like, no, I'm not saying we should do it. I know. I'm just saying, it's yeah, that's what you wish me better. So as a I person. wish that the content was there though. Like, cause I think we would just rehash the same crap. Like, see, I don't think we would, because like I said, it would bring up jokes. We talked about your mom. We talked about your cousin. We talked about like, like, bringing in because that's part of it okay because in my eyes like if you didn't care about us as humans you could look up all of this stuff on your own it's literally available everywhere that's how we find it we don't go we don't have like a special place we go or anything you guys know that um so for me part of the podcast is you want to hear about it from us but uh, again even if all if all we're doing is just telling the story we're just voices telling a story when we add in our own personal opinions, but also our own personal stories, our own personal history, our own like background as to why we think that our insights into it and in general are whatever that's, I think what makes the podcast, you need both of those things. You know what I mean? And so that's where it gets more interesting to me because like, what if we talk about like a place that we've been to or a place that we know someone who's been to or a kind of thing like that's like a kind of haunting that you've had the same kind of experience that where you know someone, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's the kind of stuff that I think makes us us, makes us skeptical skeptics and not just any other podcast that talks about weird stuff. I don't know. I would like to do interviews. Oh, yeah. I would like to do interviews. That would be fun. I think we should. Oh, it's just scary. so hard to... Oh, and my so anxiety. To, yeah, and it's so hard to schedule and stuff. And I'm like, the reason why this is okay, the reason why I'm okay with a podcast with you is because, first off, I know you won't make me look incredibly stupid if I say really dumb things. Um, but don't, also... Don't listen to the show, babe. Huh? <laughs> I said don't listen to the show. Oh, Keep whatever. continuing not listening. Whatever. I listen sometimes. <laughs> I know. Anyways, um... But also the fact that I'm comfortable with you, but like the idea of talking to a person I don't know about things where I'm supposed to feel smart. Whew, my, t- my stomach already hurts just thinking about it. So interviews, I think would be really cool, but I would be extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Except for like with our friends. Like Carol, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I like Carol. She's easy to talk to. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's about it, I guess. But also there's lots of good. We enjoy this. I know I just made it sound like this is so hard and takes up so much time of our week and like a blah, blah, blah. But like, obviously there's a reason we do it. 
Oh, yeah. We it's love so it. so much fun. It is so much fun. Every time we get one out, it just still feels good. Very rewarding. And like it's I said, the, the sitting here and doing this is the fun. This part's very yeah. fun. Like, honestly, I couldn't even... Not to say I couldn't imagine our relationship without it, but it's obviously a big part of it now. It's definitely... Yeah. It's just one of the things we do together, you know? Yeah. So, um... And it's our first hobby we've ever had together. Yes, because we are very different people who like very different things. Very different things. and by Other than reading, I guess. Reading is one of our hobbies. Yeah, but you don't do that together. I don't. We don't. I guess we people do. We don't read do. the that's same odd. books. But that's, what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's very odd to... Yeah. Well... Um, well, nobody just like, oh, let's go have a reading session together. Like, that's well, yeah, odd. No, but we've read the same books before, read, and then talked about it. That's yeah, doing... That's that, having that's a hobby. Fine, but it's not like we were together, though, because I read... Separate. It's still a hobby that we both like. Yeah, I guess. But like, it's the only one. It's, like the that's only one. it's what your I'm only saying. hobby. It's not my only hobby. Name another hobby. Um, anything I can do by myself. It's no hobby. Walking around Target. That's not um, a hobby. It is. That's for a thing. To ask do. anyone else who stays <laughs> home with little kids. It's a hobby. Okay. Sitting at the DMV by myself. It's your hobby. Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I like the show. I love it. It's well, good. Yeah, I love the times. show. Glad we did it. Yeah, it's work, we're still but it's doing. worth it. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys think so too. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, from what we've heard, we think you do, but oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Obviously, a huge part of it. It's not just the us. It's not just oh, we have a hobby together. We would not do this hobby together. We wouldn't put in this work if it wasn't for you guys. So yes so thanks for reaching out we really appreciate it and just listening in general yes um and please keep that up it's a good time anyway y'all have a good holiday season i hope your thanksgiving was good if you're in the u.s and if you're not in the u.s go eat some turkey Uh, anyway canada also celebrates thanksgiving do they really just on a different day it's in october education son weird do they call it thanksgiving yes really look it up homie i don't know about canadian holidays i'm i'm not doubting you well, I'm going to tell you, I like knowing things that you don't know. It makes me really happy. All right. Well, Canadian Thanksgiving exists. I'm not even going to wait. October 12th. Oh, well, it says October 12th, 2020. But let's see what does 19. It is October 14th. It was this year. Oh, well, happy super late Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was a long um, time ago. Anyway. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye. Gross. Cut. Um, cut. And, uh, action. Oh, God. Action. Our baby is sleeping. Stop. Action. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah.